I'm Kimberly, and this is Lessons Along the Way. I hope you all had a safe and happy Thanksgiving holiday and you're ready to get back into things. As a reminder, please subscribe to Lessons Along the Way on your favorite podcasting platform. Leave a comment, a rating, a review, and of course, follow me on Twitter at KChanceLive. Today, we'll be taking a look at some common sources of stress that can take place within a marriage and some things to do um, to not only get through those stressful times, but to have a stronger marriage once you and your spouse have made it through. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get started. First, I'm going to define stress. According to the dictionary, stress is a mental or emotional strain or tension resulting from adverse and or very demanding circumstances. In a nutshell, stress is just how we feel when something shakes us up. When something happens out of the ordinary, may or may not have a negative outcome, but it's just something that heightens our senses and makes us more alert and aware. And it's that mental and emotional state that happens afterwards. We use stress very loosely and it often refers to many different types of things which many different types of things can be stress inducing um we've heard of that fight or flight response you know things that kind of get your adrenaline pumping kind of the bigger stresses but then there are also like daily stresses that everyone goes through um traffic um a flat tire kids won't behave can't find something to wear last minute appointment change Anything like that can be stress-inducing. And these can be things in our individual lives and in our interactions with others and in our relationships. So today we're going to focus on stresses that take place in a marriage specifically. But of course, this can be applied to anything. It's not just for a marriage, but marriages are going to be our focus for today. So now let's look at some common sources of stress that take place within a marriage. We're going to start with financial stress. Now, I listed this one first because it's actually the leading reason that people label as their reasons when they're getting a divorce. Finances, money, debt, things like this. This can include the money that's being made as well as the money that's being spent. This can be how we respond to um, employment changes and needs, like um, if you're laid off or um, if you get a promotion, so less money or more money um, can be stress-inducing. Then also just unexpected financial changes like um, a recession or a stock market crash, things like that, things that you have no control over but still impact you and your marriage um, all fall up under financial stress. The next type of stress is parenting stress. For many people, having children is the most amazing experience of their lives. I know for me and my husband, it changed our lives tremendously. Like it sent us in a totally different direction than we probably would have been in had we not had our children. But there's often something that's not talked about when you have children and it's the strain that happens to your marriage when you become parents. Um, This strain can come from things like if and when you will have children. I say if, even though this is something that you should talk about before you get married, 
um, sometimes one person may think um, they want children, the other one may not. One may think they're going to change the other's mind either way. So that could be a source of some stress and strain there. Um, another thing is when you will have children. Some people want to have children immediately after they get married. Some people want to wait. Some people want to have children before they get married. All these kinds of things. Source of strain. Something else that you know people don't talk about is any issues or challenges that you have with conceiving a child with fertility and infertility. This is a biggie because it's something that most people don't talk about. A lot of people struggle with fertility and conceiving a child, but they don't talk about it. No one knows the stress and the strain that a couple could be under just from trying to conceive a baby, not even having the child, just from trying to conceive. Um, Many times you see people who are pregnant and having children and no one talks about the, the other side, the stress and the strain that can come from when you're having issues or challenges in that conception area. And then um, another source of stress related to parenting is the daily tasks that come from having to be a parent. The daily having to give your focus and attention to someone else who is not your spouse. Someone who is very, very important um, in your life that's now taking attention and focus from your spouse. Then the last example I want to give for this one is when you have to care for a child who has a special need or a, um, a medical condition or anything like that. All of these are stresses that come along with being a parent. Um, no one really signs up for these stresses, but they come. You don't get a manual of how to deal with it with, with your baby. You just have to deal with it. And this stress can greatly impact a marriage and the connection between a husband and a wife. Next source of stress, work stress. Now, this comes in two different ways. It can be the result of the person that's having to spend more time at work and on work tasks, and therefore they're less involved with their spouse and their children. Or it can be the stress that you're bringing home from work due to the pressure to perform while you're at work. This stress includes, you know, having to meet work-related demands, so stress that um, your job itself puts on you based on different tasks that you have to do, deadlines you have to meet, you know, things like that. Um, You can be more exhausted just from the busyness of having to go to work, um, having to travel to work, having to be in traffic, spend that much time out of the home, then come back and still trying to function as a spouse and as a parent. that could just cause you to be exhausted and the stress from the work is bleeding over into the family life and then there can also be stress related to discontentment with your job Um, whether you're unemployed underemployed looking for new work if you don't like your career path and are wishing you had chosen another one all that kind of stuff it falls under work related stress anything that's kind of related to your employment or your employment status that can bleed over into your household environment that's the work stress okay the next one we're going to talk about is health related stress now I know everyone has heard even if you didn't do this in your vows everyone has heard the traditional wedding vow that says in sickness and in health but sometimes we don't really think about what that actually means yeah it's 
easy to love you and to not be stressed when we're not sick, when we're not dealing with health problems, when we're not dealing with um, physical health or mental health problems. But what about the stress that comes along with having to deal with those challenges when they arise? Um, Because everyone at some point gets sick. Everyone at some point, you know, has to go to the doctor or, you know, has things that causes them to be in sickness. That's the level of stress that you have to face in your marriage because it may be your own sickness or it may be the sickness of your spouse. It may be a sudden onset of an illness or accident or something, or it may be just managing an ongoing ailment. Um, Things like um, diabetes or high blood pressure or obesity or anything like that. That all falls under health-related stuff. Having to deal with health and... Unfortunately, the death and dying that can result from health-related issues is definitely stress-inducing in a marriage. And the last thing I want to mention as a source of stress is intimacy stress. Now, intimacy, and I'm going to focus on sexual-related stress, because some tension in a marriage can result from sexual frustrations, can result from changes in that intimate connection between the two spouses Um, things like you know changes in the frequency of the sex or a decline in the sexual satisfaction Um, that may also have a health component as well for men and for women and you know just a general lack of understanding of the intimacy needs of your mate this can all be stress inducing Um, everyone has different sexual needs And in a marriage, it's important that you all know each other's sexual needs and be able to address when the other is becoming sexually frustrated because if not, it can lead to this intimacy-related stress. Now, these things that I listed are not intended to be like an exhaustive list by any means. And there's certainly a number of other things that can um, can be a source of stress in a marriage. So I don't want you to feel like these are the only things that can lead to stress. And you're looking at your marriage like, we have way more stresses than that. What I did want to do was just take a moment to point out some of the biggies that kind of encapsulate some other things up under it. So kind of give you some umbrella stressors that have tons of things beneath it. And the methods of coping that I'm going to give you today um, can be applied to any of these stressors as well as any others that you may encounter or you may be currently encountering, okay? Let's talk about some of these ways of coping. First one I'm going to mention is probably one of one of the most important things, communicate with one another. This is the, one of the main ways that a couple can get through a stress or a stressful time, a stressful situation, a stressful couple of years, maintaining open and honest communication. You always want to let your spouse know what you're thinking, what you're feeling, what you're needing. Doing this, but doing it in a respectful way, is the only way for your spouse to really know what's going on with you. Your spouse, even if you've been married tens of twenties of years, cannot read your mind they may be able to tell when something is bothering you but they can't read your mind so you have to communicate with one another you have to have that open dialogue you have to take that time to say okay 
this is what's going on. This is how it's impacting me. And listen when your spouse does the same thing. Don't just unload on your spouse, but give them a moment to communicate as well back with you. And then you all can know where each other is coming from. And then that will lead into this second method of coping, supporting each other. Once you know what the other is dealing with and what's going on with them, support one another in coping with it, in developing a a solution or a response or whatever it may be. Remember that you and your spouse are on the same team. You too are fighting against whatever that stressful situation is, whether it's a money issue or a parenting issue or whatever the issue may be, you and your spouse are aligned as a team. You all are not to be against each other. Avoid attacking one another and blaming the other for the stress being here. The goal here is to be able to move through the stressful situation and be better on the other side. It's not to talk about whose fault it is while we're in this situation. Because honestly, when you're in a situation, talking about whose fault it is doesn't make a difference. You're in it. Let's figure out a way to learn from it, get out of this, and move forward. While you're dealing with things, another coping mechanism for you. Take some time away from the stress. Don't allow the stress to become all-consuming to where it's all you think about, all you talk about, all you focus on. Remember to take time with your spouse and take time for yourself. Doing things to try to relax, to try to develop acceptance with where you are. Not to say that you want to stay where you are, but to kind of wrap your mind around, this is my reality right now. Doing things that will allow you and your spouse to stay connected and to maintain your intimacy. Because you don't want to neglect yourself and your spouse while focusing on the stressful situation. The stressor is what it is. It's gonna be there after you take this 30 minute bath or go to the spa or do whatever you need to do for you. The stress is also gonna be there after you and your spouse have a date night. After you all, you know, go to the park and just get away for a minute to just be with each other. The goal here is to foster a more positive attitude internally as well as staying in tune with one another while you're dealing with this stress. Now, the last coping method I wanna give you is to pray. Now, I listed this one last, not because it's the least important of the four, but because it's the one that will hold all the others together. Without prayer, the other three forms of coping are going to be kind of difficult. Praying is how you know how to communicate with your spouse. It's how you maintain your strength to support one another. It's how you reach a place of peace in knowing that God is the only thing that's going to see you through this challenge that you're dealing with. Prayer is your foundation. And then those other things, the communication, the support, taking time, that's how you keep moving. But without that prayer as a foundation, those other things are just going to be tougher. And the stress itself can be tougher to deal with. So making sure that you take the time to pray as you act on these other things. 
the ultimate goal of all of these coping mechanisms is for you to use them to not only make it through whatever stress you're currently dealing with in your marriage, but to also help your marriage to be stronger and for you and your spouse to be more connected as a result of the going through. And then you'll have some tools under your belt the next time a stressor comes up. Because I want you to know, just because you get through one stressful situation in your marriage doesn't mean that no more are coming. The the stress doesn't go away. Stress-inducing things, like I said earlier, happen every day. The only thing that changes by using some of these coping skills is how the stress impacts your life, how the stress impacts you individually and your marriage and your unit as a whole. Stress isn't going anywhere, but once you go through a stressful time, your marriage can be a lot stronger as a result. I love to hear from you regarding some ways that you've coped with stress in your marriage. Let me know on Twitter at KChanceLive. I look forward to hearing from you. And our quote from today, it comes from DaveWillis.org. And it says, when you face a struggle in your marriage, remind yourself that the struggle will become a story someday. It will either be a story about how you divorced or a story about how you work together to build a stronger marriage. You get to decide which story becomes true. Now that's something to hold on to. Until next time, y'all take care.